podcast aims to bring the behind the scenes of the Australian music industry to the audience with an entertaining yet honest and transparent look into all facets of the industry, all while bringing new local music to new ears. Our first guest episode is with Warwick Hughes, and we're talking to him about his career, all of his interesting stories along the way, thrown in with our own. So enjoy. But yeah, I guess we'll just jump in. Yes. Yeah, I did a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, first of all, we're talking to Warwick Hughes, <laughs> um, video producer, director, photographer, yeah. all that fun sure, stuff. Yeah. Um, how did you begin? Oh man, um, I guess like the very very start was um, when like filming bands mm-hmm. probably about 12 years ago um so i was in, still in high school at the time mm-hmm. and um yeah there was just like gigs always happening and i had a video camera like just like a really crappy like point and shoot uh video camera kind of thing uh that i was filming surf and skate videos for my friends at the time and i was going to shows and one day my friend was like hey just bring it to a gig one time and then after that i was just like yep sweet that's just I love this. Like this is something I really want to kind of pursue. Yeah. And at the time I didn't know what there was to pursue because, you know, back then it wasn't as readily available as it is now. So yeah. you, know, you didn't have like Instagram and all these other platforms. Like I think YouTube was just burst at that so, point. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to give this a shot. Like maybe make DVDs. Like, you know, like <laughs> maybe that would be cool. So, yeah. Don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I was like, all I want to do is just this. Like this seems like something cool I want to do. So, yeah, I guess that was the start. Yeah. Was that kind of around when you decided to like study it as well? Was that? Yeah. It kind of like all birthed in like to the same kind of uh, like where I'm at now, essentially. So, yeah, I was still in high school, didn't know what I wanted to do, um, like kind of like most people. So, yeah, I was like near 10 or year 11 when I was like, oh, okay, I want to do film. And it was like at the time it was a big struggle because I came from a town of like 10, 15,000 people. So, you know, film is not anything anyone really did or understood. So I was kind of on my own. Yeah. Where was that? Um, Aladala. It's like a town on the south coast in South Wales. Um, A couple of guys from Tonight Live are actually like from the same area. So, yeah, it's kind of – yeah, the only – other people that really came out of Aladala that did anything are probably surfboarders. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's like not many, uh, not many uh, creative people coming out of Aladala. So yeah. it's a niche, which is pretty cool. cool. <laughs> I lost my mind because I met Jenna the other day. Oh, cool. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Land of Plenty. Yes. Yeah, so I was working there and I was backstage for Slowly Slowly and I come down the stairs and there she is. Yeah. Glory. And I'm like, Jenna. <laughs> She told me I have beautiful eyes, so that's going on my resume. Um, um, yeah, what? There's like there's like a whole list. We had a look at your LinkedIn and everything. Like, oh man, yeah. Hey, is that before I update? Like, there's some stuff on the internet I've like deleted forever, but there's still stuff that comes up. So like, oh man, it's still there. Yeah. So like, there's a few odd bits and pieces that we weren't expecting. Yeah. So there's like Samsung, Kiss yeah. FM. Megan Gale. Megan yeah. Gale. Yeah. 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 So what were those things like? Are they like out of field for you or? Yeah. Well, like the last few years I've kind of transitioned from um, a music video director, which is what I pitched myself as for 
years and um, I kind of made the shift into the commercial world. And yeah, I literally like really hit the ground running with that, which is something I'm so fortunate about because when you, when you have something like filmmaking as a career, something that's so widely available, I guess, like, you know, there's so many different avenues you can go down. I was like, there's weddings, music videos, commercials, like TV um, and movie kind of stuff. So I was kind of scared because I was like, well, I built this whole career with music videos. I'm working with all these bands and labels all around the world. This is like incredible, but now I want to do commercials. So I'm starting from scratch. And my first job was actually with um, Samsung. And it was like a collaboration between Samsung and Kiss FM um, and my friend Kez, who's also a music video director from Adelaide, he referred me for it because he couldn't do it. And ever since then, like I'm actually in the middle of doing a bunch of work with Kiss FM now, like they've, I've kind of kept in touch with them over the last few years and done a whole bunch of work with them. So yeah, it was like a wild transition, I guess, from music videos, that's for sure. And then, um, yeah, same thing with like, uh, Working with Megan Gale and like Beck Judd, uh, those kind of like household names in like the beauty industry. It's just like yeah. referrals through friends and kind of get to the point where it's like, like you you just sitting on set and you're like, how did this happen? Like, how did I get here? Like this is it's pretty crazy. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been like a wild transition from mm. music video director to. I guess commercial director, I, guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know what to label myself now. So I'm kind of like anything goes, which mm-hmm. is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. It like shows how important it kind of is to like build that community, I guess. Cause like, I feel like that's how you get a lot of jobs. Everyone knows yeah. everyone. Like your friends. Like, yeah. 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 It's wild. Like, like oh, I, I know this guy. Like, yeah. 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 I've had um, conversations with friends who have just been like posted up at a cafe. Like a lot of us do, you know, like paying rent for an office space is pretty expensive, but you just post up for a cafe, like at a cafe all day. It's only going to cost you like 10, 15 bucks for the day, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they'll be working on photos, videos, whatever. And I'll have someone come past and be like, hey, you do video stuff. I'm looking for a video person. Yeah. Just like get picked up like that. So yeah, it's a crazy industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we saw you've, you've started your YouTube thing recently yeah. as well. Yeah. So that's a lot of sort of educational, yes. I guess, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, what, I feel like you, you were sort of saying, you know, you've wanted to do something like that for a while. Yeah. What kickstarted that? Well, again, that's another thing that happened forever ago. So, um, towards the end of high school, actually, it's absolutely so crazy. You bring this up because I was literally just talking (laughs) to my friends about this the other day. We had a few friends over for Halloween and, um, we were just talking about the YouTube space in general. And, um, yeah, I told the story pretty much, um, (laughs) towards the end of high school, uh youtube was like starting to grow and it was something that i became really obsessed with i guess like i was just always watching people on youtube because i found this i was like oh okay cool this might be something that i would want to pursue yeah Mm -hmm. basically i made videos at the time that i put up on youtube like uh, movie reviews like vlog kind of stuff like dumb videos that i've now (laughs) like deleted completely from the internet (laughs) there's still a bunch floating around um but yeah delete a lot from that on the internet and um, I actually got made fun of like a lot at school for it. Again, yeah. small town kind of thing. People don't understand. I get it. So, mm. but at the time, you know, when you're a teenager trying to figure out what do you want to do with your life, it's very daunting. So um, I just deleted the things and I was like, I don't want to do that. Mm. And then picked it up again a few years ago. And then I kind of felt the same kind of like indirect bullying. Mm-hmm. So I stopped it again. 
Mm. And now I've just picked up again. And now I'm like, you know what? Fuck what everyone thinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This because this is like, I actually generally so care about this. This is something that's like, that, yeah, I care about. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon to like, mm. you know, get money or anything. Like this is just something that I would love to do because yeah. it's just something else to fill my diary with, you know? Yeah. I think that's <laughs> so, largely part of why we're doing this as well. Yeah. 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 Documenting is like a huge thing, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And it was actually, um, catching up with John uh, from Trophy Eyes like a few weeks ago and him and I were talking about it again. And I was saying that if there's one regret I have in my life, one regret I have in my career is that I didn't keep doing the YouTube thing because I was documenting all of my shoots at the time. And at the time I just started working with Trophy Eyes. Yeah. yeah. And I stopped. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, could you imagine the videos that would have been like out from me working with you guys at the start right up until now mm. how much have changed as people our lives have changed like mm. that that in itself is like a whole film yeah. you know and i'm like damn there's one thing i wish that i yeah. kept doing is that so yeah if anyone's listening to this and they feel that way like honestly just keep doing it because yeah. you'll look back and you're like damn that was really cool <laughs> like did that so, absolutely yeah mm. what's the, what's the phrase like hindsight something about Hindsight is a oh, bitch or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Life's a, life's a motherfucker. <laughs> it's like hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, so I'm about to be what? vision of hindsight. I don't know. So yeah. I'm like, I'm on each side. I'm really, ba- I'm really bad with sayings. I always use them And I always write them down because I'm like, maybe I can use that in a film later in my life. As It'll like be a, a cliche, yeah. but my cliche. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so then like. Working with Trophy Eyes and the more recent artists and doing, what is it? There's the Vans. You did Vans yeah. Warp Tour as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the local bands as well as, like, international tours and shit like that. What has that been like? Because that's crazy stuff. Yeah. It's, um, it's really, really wild. Oh, God, I don't know where to really begin with that. <laughs> Again, like, it's just one of those things that now that I'm, like, kind of, I wouldn't say, like, I'm getting old, but I'm definitely getting older, you know, I'm, like, close to 30 and I've been doing it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, again, like just working with all different arts, like, yeah, going back to trophy eyes, you know, when, when I started working with them, no one really knew about them at the time. Like, you know, they were getting some traction and, you know, they were, they just signed to hopeless records. So it was kind of like a big deal, but more on like a local sense. Yeah. And, yeah, we, I got called up to do the in return music video. And then from there on, it was like, yep, we're just going to have you on board for these tours and go overseas and like no money whatsoever. You know, (laughs) on my first walk tour, I maxed out my credit cards. And I remember, I remember I was like almost maxed out my credit card, but I'm like, I'm fine. I'm going to come home and I'm just going to figure this shit out later. Yeah. I was at um, Coles and I was trying to buy like, like a couple of groceries. It was like 20 bucks and I tapped my card and declined. Oh, no. And I was so embarrassed. Oh. It was like the self-serve and I was like, I'm just going to dip and just leave this shit here and just be like, don't worry about it. So, but at the time it was like nothing else mattered. But I was like, if I don't do this and take the risk, then, you know, I probably wouldn't have had what I had now. Like that yeah. first Warped Tour really kicked off a lot because after that first Warped Tour, um, the people at Warped, saw what I was doing because I was the one of like three video people on yeah. all of Warped and they offered me a job. So I worked with them. They connected me with a whole bunch of artists as well. And mm-hmm. just being like this, it was like just like a wild snowball effect. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, just got to say yes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, literally just, like, throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. <laughs> you're going to do, like, a lot of stuff that you're, like, damn, that was a waste of time. You feel like it might be a waste of time and you might do a project that you're, like, well, this is, like, a tiny little one-off thing. It doesn't matter, kind of. You know, you might not think of it as a big thing and then it might turn into something big. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just big yes to everything yeah. <laughs> i think that's the biggest part of me doing so many projects as well yeah like i'm just always doing something yeah like yeah. how why why bother i'm like because i wanna yeah. like <laughs> it's it's fun it's interesting yeah. it's worth trying yeah 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 yeah, yeah definitely um and evidently it has. Yeah. 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 It's honestly like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, this is like absolutely ridiculous. You know, I just a kid as a teenager being like, I'm going to film bands for a living. And everyone's saying no to eventually that being like my job. Yeah. And then transitioning to doing commercial stuff. And now I'm working on all these other projects. And I'm like, this is absolutely ludicrous. You know, like this is insane. <laughs> yeah. What would you say is the biggest like in your mind, the biggest deal project you've done or who the biggest person you've worked with. Biggest or mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there's a lot. Hey, um, we have to like music, like working with rise against. Was oh yeah. Insane. <laughs> it's just like, again, it's one of those things through warp tour. Mm-hmm. Um, they warp tour connected me with their like PR people that mm-hmm. are based in LA somewhere. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know the details of it. They figured it out. <laughs> and they were like, Hey, do you want to cover the show? I'm like, yep, cool. And then they were asking me if I wanted to do like a little piece. Cause like walk tour isn't, um, it's like a smaller company to the bigger company. So the company is, well, was for Finney, but now it's Kevin Lyman group mm-hmm. and they own like a whole bunch of, um, like that I don't want to say own, but they, I don't understand the legal shit. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> they have Warped Tour, they have a bunch of other festivals. Basically, they're like a big deal. Yeah. Um, and they know a lot of people. So they got me on with Rise Against and that was really cool just to kind of sit there and just chat with them as if like, yeah. I wouldn't say like friends, but definitely like a friendly conversation and them just being really welcoming, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, and then, yeah, so that's like one example from the music aspect. But then, you know, with commercial world there's people like you know meeting megan gale mm-hmm. and working with her like in sense of that world like that was a huge deal yeah. and even my sister my sister's like 10 years older than me and she was like yeah that's <laughs> like that's like a huge deal because my sister like idolized megan gale growing oh, up kind yeah. of thing so yeah and then like it's again just one of those things like we did it i did this campaign uh with megan gale went for a while because we were just shooting a whole is for her company that she launched and we shot some stuff at her house and it was just like really so yeah, it was just so <laughs> yeah. crazy like going over her house and like shoot it would that was like the products product shop part of the campaign we just mm-hmm. did in her bathroom and it's just like she's like this warm welcoming mum just letting you in just like you know just so cool to work with and you sit there and you're like how is this happening <laughs> like like surely this is not real like there's cameras everywhere like, Ashley Kutcher is going to come out and say I'm punk you know it's just like yeah mm-hmm. yeah surreal yeah. is the right word but yeah basically like everything is so crazy like yeah net, again like another thought I just had like um, I did a bit of work with Bam Margera that's insane. Yeah. You know even though it was like the funniest project ever I got called up by their manager at the time and they're like, look, we're going to be banned from YouTube because we keep posting content with, like, dicks in it. Can you blur out dicks for us? And to blur out dicks. Oh, yeah, I can. And it was like, 
crazy shit. Like, like telling that story, I'm kind of like, this did not happen. This is not real. Like, so. was the pay good? Yeah, um, I can't remember. God, that was like a long time ago. Good enough. I don't for think so. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you could ever get paid enough to blow out dicks. Maybe a Lambo. I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, um, man. So what are, like, other things that you're working on at the moment? Are, like, um, are you allowed the, to say? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. there's, like, there's a couple of things I'm working on that I definitely can't, mm-hmm. can't talk about, mm-hmm. only because if I do talk about it and it falls on its ass, yeah. then there's no evidence yeah. of it and I don't have to embarrass myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that the hard way. I used to do that all the time. I used to be like, I don't so know. Can you just come yeah yeah literally like that that yeah. was it oh my Cost god it was just like something in the air man god it's so cringy and like i just like i own it i'm like that's funny that i did something that cringy um but yeah there's definitely like what other stuff i've kind of, at the moment yeah just working with kiss fm um mm-hmm. at the moment with a few events that they've kind of got going on i just finished a campaign with um hair house Oh yeah, like Hair House Warehouse. Yeah, Hair House Warehouse. Yeah, Um, I was like through a production house who got me on board to shoot and edit like this uh, tutorial kind of campaign, like hair thing, and like that was cool because that was like a really like um, that was something I've wanted to do for a while, like a controlled studio environment, you know, kind of deck it out to kind of make it look like a bathroom, like quote unquote bathroom. (laughs) So um, yeah, that's. That's kind of it, top top of my head. But yeah, there's definitely stuff I'm working on that I'm really excited about. That I hope comes to fruition. That <laughs> yeah. you know, fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> you know, if it does, you'll hear about it in like like March. And we'll get to say March. we knew about that. We yeah, exclusive. <laughs> get me exclusive. Yeah. Amazing. <sighs> um. So you've done obviously australia mm-hmm. like a boy done what the u.s with bands warped tour yeah so i did the state i've done the states with warped and trophy eyes um and i've also worked on other projects over there like i did shot a silver scene music video yeah um cool. on warped which is cool like warped tour is like this crazy like touring carnival i'm yeah. gonna say where everyone's like everyone's just kind of in like that family sort of thing like so i find it if you're like like an outsider photographer or video person, it's kind of hard to kind of be in unless you're on the tour, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that happened because of that. I was doing working on a documentary for Warped, like a mini web series, and um, I interviewed Paul from Silverstein. And after an interview wrapped, he's just like, oh, what do you got on happening in this tour? I'm like, well, you know, I'm working on this doc series. I'm also working with Trophy Eyes. And he's like, cool, well, you know, if you want, do you want to shoot a music video for us? I was like, oh, yeah. sweet. So, yeah, I did that and shot other stuff for Warped. Um, like they um, have like a they had like a clothing line. So it's weird talking about it in past tense because Warped Tour is no longer. No, it's so yeah. sad. I'm out of a goddamn job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I did. Um, that was that was really cool. Um, it was. After a tour, um, I was staying at my boss's place. My um, so I have, I have two people that I answered to and warped. It was Steph and Kevin Lyman. Um, so I stayed stayed at Steph's place, and uh, after a tour for like a week to do work with Warped, and they were like, "Hey, 
you know, we got this clothing line, we're going to shoot it. We're going to go around Fairfax and mm. shoot around there. And that's like, you know, like the whole like Hollywood kind of dream. Yeah. You know, I was like, even though it's just like a clothing line video, it was a very cool experience yeah. to have. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it for the US top of my head. And then I've also done UK, Japan. What other countries have I done? Oh God. Now I'm like choking. <laughs> uh, Canada. Uh, I've been in Canada yeah. for a couple of days. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've kind of kind of been around, which has mm. been pretty cool. Uh, working in the States uh, was really cool, just like having that visa and just, you know, going in pretty much being like, yeah, I work in America. Like that's yeah. like a really cool thing to have on your resume, especially coming from Australia. So yeah. <laughs> we're so we're so far away from everything here. It's yeah. wild. Speaking of, okay, my chemical romance. Yeah. <laughs> wild. How? <laughs> we saw the announcement and I was just screaming. Like, yeah. Legitimately. Like, yeah. That's none crazy. of my housemates understand. They're like, what is wrong with you? We don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, do you do any? Have you done any work with Download or those people or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. Download. I think I have. I don't want to like mess this up, mm-hmm. but I have. I think so. I did Falls Festival for a few years mm-hmm. in a row. At just at Lawn or yeah, at yeah. Lawn, and I was working with the people who put together Falls and. I'm positive they're the same crew that put together that helped with download in some capacity because okay. they reached out to me for my people that I had connected at Falls reached out to me for download. Yeah. Okay. But I couldn't do it because I was working with Neck Deep and Trophy Eyes for download and then I was off doing the Neck Deep tour yep. with Good Charlotte. Sick name drop. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're doing. Yeah. This whole yeah. project yeah. is just name drops. Um, we're like, we got them. Yeah, yeah we count. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like that's that's kind of like the contact I want to say. Yeah. I can't really remember. God, it's like I, it's weird how like so many uh companies in the music industry cross paths. Yeah. So everyone has their foot kind of everywhere else, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Aiden and Rhett from Unify were at they they're doing Land of Plenty. And I didn't know that until I got there and they were oh. there and I was working with them and I was like, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like I'd met I think it was Aiden I'd met once before because he came to Call Arts yeah. for a a talk. a talk of some kind last year. Um, and he like formally introduced himself to me and put his hand out. I was like, I know who you are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's okay. That's cool. So you guys have, now I'm flipping the podcast on you guys. Oh, yeah. so, so you guys, do you guys have at Call Arts, like do you guys have people from the industry coming on like a regular basis to do tour? Do tour? Semi-regular. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. Most of our teachers are like industry. Oh, veterans. that's great. Oh, that's that so is so, so good. Just so good. <laughs> yeah, like killing Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so like Jello yes. and Jesse, Jesse's a regular teacher. Ella comes in sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if you'll know Chrissy Vincent. No. No, she's a big PR person. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we get a, a decent amount of pretty cool people coming through. And yeah. the school itself has some, like, exclusive partnerships with local festivals and events. Oh, okay, sick. So yeah. Right yeah, now, yeah. like, with Falls, they have a partnership with Falls. Oh, cool. Um, and awesome. Because so of, do you know, Jess Carroll, she worked, yeah. she's on the Falls team with Laura. Oh, right. Yeah, doing um, publicity and Probably, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be her thing. Yeah. Actually, um, I think I think we 
I was emailing her through it. I don't know. Four, She's four everywhere. seems like She's forever ago, yeah. honestly. It was like two years ago, but my brain is just like <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking shot. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, through that, there's there's a lot of connections. A lot of yeah. people, cool people come through. Yeah. There's like, there's like one unit that I think, I think all the all the courses do yeah. and literally every week they have a speaker come in oh, from yeah. a different kind of area in the industry that's and great they talk about themselves and then like open it up to questions yeah yeah um who I, can't even, I can't even remember it was so long ago there um, was is it it wasn't milk records it was another one. Oh no jen clower i'm pretty sure jen clower came and talked okay yeah, yeah. Hmm. um yeah people from like radio um bunch of people so yeah, labels. I didn't. I didn't yeah. go to many of them at all. Unfortunately, that <laughs> <laughs> was like nine oh, a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. true, true. Yeah, I think. I think that's like. I think that's like really important uh, for people to get taught from people in the industry mm-hmm. because yeah. like i when i went to film school uh we only had a couple of lecturers that were like hardcore from the film industry and i went to film school in a very interesting time when red cameras were coming out and everyone was like we don't know where this is going like everyone's like the lecturers were really honest which is great or like you know the industry looks like it's shifting into this digital world but we don't mm-hmm. understand it mm-hmm. yeah. um ultimately it did but like I, I learned things about like the old school film stuff, but basically everything I learned in film school is redundant now because like yeah. so much new technology is out. And yeah, part of me is like kind of wishes that they did that. Like they had like guest speakers come in and, yeah. you know, talk about the reality of the film industry. Cause there's so many, like, I feel like a lot of things are sugar coated and mm-hmm. nothing in the world is sugar coated. <laughs> like there is like a lot of, bad shit (laughs) in any industry um and i feel like that needs to be more openly discussed not to deter people from working in those industries but just to be like hey heads up like like you know this shit might happen absolutely that's honestly like something we kind of want to like touch on with this podcast like from studying at call arts like we've learned so much behind the scenes stuff like stuff of like contracting and like royalties and like how much artists really are paid and like yeah yeah yeah, we'd love to bring that stuff a bit more into into the light Mm. Mm. there's a lot of dodgy shit (laughs) there is a lot of dodgy if you have any dodgy questions that you want to ask about the film industry or yeah what's what's the goss what's the goss oh god where do i start (laughs) um yeah i've been like trying to film videos like that for my channel actually and it's so hard to do it without coming across really negative yeah but it's just Man, there's just like some so many fucking dodgy people in the yeah. in like film film especially as well. Like the amount of calls I get about a job, and you know they're not willing to pay you. And now with mm-hmm. um, people learning multiple skills, they're trying to be really dodgy to be like, oh, you know, um, here's a film job, but also can you take some photos on the side? It's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, I can, but you got to pay me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I actually saw a job listed yesterday. I was so furious. This person wanted a graphic designer, a photographer, filmmaker, and someone that does like e-commerce, like um, yeah. EDM kind of stuff, like that stuff that, that my wife does. So it's like it's like four industries, four or five industries in four one role, and they always, they blanket it as like we're after a content creator. And I'm like, yeah. bet you that person is paying someone like fucking 50k a year mm. they're gonna be stressed out of their eyeballs doing like 14 hour days trying to get all this work done I'm like that is so unfair is. and i don't know if that's people being dodgy or people just not understanding that 
they're all different industries. So yeah, there's so yeah. many people that genuinely Just they don't. look for those things and they don't understand how much work it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like I do graphic design as yeah. well, and I had someone contact me the day before they needed it due. Yeah, and they wanted a whole des- new design drawn up. Um, you know vector imagery like high quality design they gave me they called me at 9 30 at night oh my god yes i don't even answer phone calls past six (laughs) and wanted it by 7 a.m the next morning and i'm like no you're kidding right like you're fucking with me this is my ashton kutcher moment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. wow that is insane and it's happened so many times and i'm like crazy customers yes and they just don't get it yeah and you kind of want to feel like you you need to educate them so they understand your situation but at the same time you're like if i tell you i'm going to be that bitch yeah like (laughs) (laughs) you're going to hate me i lose the job but do i want it like (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. no I, i i totally feel that especially when i started out um in the industry no one it was weird like when i went to film school no one really like said this is what you should be deserve to be paid they gave mm, us like a link yeah. to a website i do vaguely remember this they gave us a link to a website with like what your day rate week rate should be but that's on like movie sets right yeah and i'm like one person out of this whole film school might be on a film yeah. set and if they are they're probably gonna be like a runner and it's just like it's like you know the it's like that's like I guess that's a whole nother story, but I'm like this is useless. This information. I'm like, mm. what about mm. if someone just hits you up and it's like, hey, I want like a 30 second video done. Mm-hmm. How about you just like show me that? And yeah, no one taught us that. So when I went out and I was getting paid for videos, I thought I was getting paid sweet money, but mm. I was getting paid underpaid, like severely. And it wasn't until like I want to say six years ago I realized like how much I should be getting paid, and I was like, oh man, I gotta, yeah. I gotta switch this up. Yeah. So yeah, money is like a unfortunately a big deal about it. Like if you want to be in this industry, you gotta know about business. So yeah. it's just something you gotta gotta learn and learn. Sometimes learn the hard way. Hopefully not. But again, like that's something else I'm trying to teach people um you know i could i could sit here and give my rates for filming but the truth of the matter is like it fluctuates you know like the money is never kind of the same but i'm trying to figure out a way of saying you know you should be if you're at this point in your career should be charging this much roundabout or this much and yeah it's um very tough conversation to have i guess because it's subjective to a lot of people so yeah Mm. Did you find it like difficult kind of asking, I guess, to be paid properly? Like, was that a difficult thing yeah. for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, you, it, it's, it's always like, well, I guess it's a case by case thing. You know, I, I know people who have no problem mm. asking for more money, but you know, at the time, like I was like, well, what if people start saying no and I, all my work runs up? Uh, truth of the matter is that's not the case. People just respect you more mm. It's because it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, you know, you, this is. This person means business. Yeah. So I will pay this. They're worth that much. Yeah. I like, um, I'm not going to mention names or anything (laughs) like that, but this morning I got a email, um, that I have yet to reply to. I got to put on my to do list actually. Um, I got an email this morning asking if I could cover a show for a massive international artist, but the pay was peanuts. Yeah. And I'm like, no. You can do better than that. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, this person's like 
doing an arena size show. I'm not mentioning no. which arena in case anyone does any fucking research. So I won't get, won't get in trouble. Um, yeah, it's like, ah, who is it? I was talking to my wife about it. And even my wife was like, what the fuck? Like yeah. these people are playing a massive show and they're going to pay you that much money? Like, hell no. Oh, actually, I probably could mention. Oh, no, I'm not going to mention the money. I'm not going to mention the money. I'm going to get in so much trouble because someone might figure this shit out. Um, yeah, so I guess when it came to actually like charging uh, properly, uh, even even now I don't know like what I'm being charged. Like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very transparent here and say mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was brought on as a director. Mm-hmm. Uh, my job was to direct and edit, but I put my hand up and said I want to do some um, second unit uh, B roll shots myself, uh, just for like. It was mainly for personal use, but yeah. it also made footage look really cool. If I mentioned, if I might say so myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they offered me, it was like four and a half grand, and it was like a day shoot, and wow. then uh, like a couple of weeks at it. And um, when you break it down, like it is like proper kind of rates. But when I got offered that, I was just like, oh shit, that's like a lot, yeah, a yeah. lot of money. Um, I think that there was more pay involved actually because there were like so many re-edits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like that's that was like I was like, oh, okay, so I'm getting paid this much for this job, but I might go on another job and they won't pay me as much, but the money's still really sweet. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by like everything is subjective. So subjective yeah. and it's like so different between cases. Like I Again, like another another example, I won't mention any names because I don't want them getting in trouble or anything, but a friend of mine from the UK who's a filmmaker, he uh, got a commercial job. Um, and in the film industry, uh, it's kind of common if you if a director gets 10% of the budget as like their salary because right. like all these big commercials, they're like, you know, six figures or yeah. more. Yeah. So he was getting paid 80000 um pounds well no sorry he wasn't getting paid eighty thousand pounds the commercial was eighty thousand okay. pounds he's like what wow. so i was like yeah i was like damn <laughs> so eight, yeah so eighty he yeah so he could yeah it was eighty thousand pounds so he got eight thousand pounds mm-hmm. for like a four-day shoot and he was just directing so mm-hmm. and it's like four thousand pounds it converts like what like seven grand australian kind of thing yeah, four days worth of work double. yeah yeah so again it's one of those things where it's like it's all so subjective mm-hmm. so um yeah again like even just trying to explain it now like it's really hard to kind of come across and say you should be charging this because it's no yeah right there's answer. no right answer no yeah like there was a time like a couple of months ago where all my work dried up and it was actually kind of like if i'm gonna be honest again it was like probably the lowest point i've ever had in my career i was so close to just like selling all my shit because i was like well yeah, and that was one of your videos, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was like that was like the first thing to kind of because I needed to do something to keep my fucking sanity. I didn't know what was going on. I just got married. I another another subtle <laughs> shout out to my wife Kaylin. I love you very much. She's gorgeous. Um, yeah, so just got married, and at the point at the start of the year, I was kind of doing like dumb money. Like it was it like it was like I'm not gonna say like I was earning six figures or anything like that. Mm. Like I, I but I was earning like a really good amount of money to a point where I was like, cool, I can pay for the wedding. Yeah. Booked a last minute surprise honeymoon to oh. Hong Kong for like with it two weeks notice, paid for the flights, hotels, Disneyland, yeah. like and 
I, I, I tell people this is, I think it's like the first time I'm actually publicly talking about it. But basically when I booked that trip, I think it was like two and a half grand out of my bank account. Right. And I had that money in my account the next day again. Oh, like back. Like back already from, made from, back. from yeah. being paid from other jobs. Yeah. So, and like, that's not me to be like, look how no, rich I was. Yeah. Right? But like, that's like, that was, and like, that's a problem that I personally have had uh, with like my own mental health. Like with, like, I have like an addictive personality. Right. So it was just one of these things where I've got all this money. I was just like tight. I don't see an end to this. I'm just going to spend, 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 yeah. spend. Yeah. Um, and just be like really stubborn about it. So yeah, basically came home from the wedding, had a few jobs and then all my work dried up mm-hmm. and I didn't have any work for two and a half months. Um, and I had to sell shit to pay rent. And it's just like, again, this is the stuff that people don't talk about. No. It's just like such a real thing. And I was thinking to myself, man, do I have to like forfeit my car? Like I, I just had, like I um, bought a Jeep a couple of years ago at the time on, uh, on like a car loan. Yeah. Like a brand new car, like $30,000 kind of thing. I'm like, do I, am I going to have to forfeit that back to the finance company? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, what's going to happen to all? Like, I, it was so bad. Like all your collaterals gone. <laughs> Literally, like, I, was like, I was like, everything's gone. I'm like, man, this is it. End of the road. Back to fucking McDonald's. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Low, like, side story. I worked at McDonald's be- before I quit and be- to start become a filmmaker. I was working mm-hmm. at McDonald's when I was like 20 years old. Very depressing. Different story. Different story. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was just so, and I'm just like at the point. I'm like, what am, what am I gonna do about it? And that's why I did the YouTube thing to kind of just film anything. Freaking the fuck out. Yeah. I'm like, I have. This Rolodex of clients. Yeah. No one has worked for me. And at the time, like, yeah, there were a few factors, like, and the financial year was coming up. So a lot of people were like, we don't want to spend money for tax purposes, or, you know, they might have um, investors to be like, look, all this money that we have in the bank account. Um, again, political shit that you kind of don't want to, it's a, it's a long story of that. Yeah. And the other thing as well, talking about politics, federal election happening at the time. Oh, yeah. A lot of people weren't spending money. So boy, just trying to figure out what's happening with the election. I got that email a lot being like, sorry, we just waiting until the election, figure out what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like two months of two and a half months of no work. And after that point of having such a strong, uh, like a, a strong run in mm-hmm. my career, like top of my fucking game, mm-hmm. it's just like. Man, I think uh, looking back on it now, most humbling experience I've had in my life. Yeah. You know, there's nothing more humbling than just sitting there thinking that this is all going to end. Yeah. And having that realisation as well. Mm-hmm. It know, hits hard. Yeah. It, like, hits home. And I obviously I don't wish that upon anyone. I wish nothing but success. But things like that, they really show you the reality of you you gotta learn somehow <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you gotta learn tough and again going back going back to my thing wow with like my addictive personality and everything it's just like another harsh lesson that i've had where i'm like i gotta keep on top of my mental health that's my priority yeah, yeah. so that's like the kind of um i wouldn't say crusade but like that's is crusade the right word fuck man i don't want to mess Maybe. it up <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's like that's like that's like the mission yeah. i'm yeah, on yeah, you know yeah. like I, I some people <laughs> believe in Working so hard, your eyeballs bleed. I don't like that. I much prefer keeping your mental health in check. Absolutely. So, yeah, there's no point being rich as hell but wanting to kill yourself every day. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's a large part of what we want to focus on with this as well is, like, the music industry itself. Music alone is Mm -hmm. such a big crutch for a lot of people mental health-wise. And so Mm. we'd love to talk about that from the perspective of the people creating it. Yeah. Um, Because obviously, like... Mental health is such a big 
There's such a stigma around it. Yeah, but like, especially in the music and arts, I feel like it's also a large, I feel like inspiration is the wrong word, mm. but it's it's a kicker for like a lot of creative projects and, yeah. and songwriting and oh, things like that. 100%. Yeah, yeah so obviously yeah. that has to come from somewhere. Yeah. And people take it hard. Like mm. it's it's a hard time. People are like, we're human, we're all human. Yeah. So I feel like seeing the perspective of the people who are idolized and mm. like help all their audience and everything like that by creating what they create, it'd be amazing to see their perspective as well. Yeah. And the creator. So like you've mentioned your addictive personality and, mm. and, and dealing with like financial troubles and things like that. If you're comfortable talking about it, mm. what, have, what's been your experience with mental health? Um, yeah, a lot. Yeah, just a uh, lot. How much time do we have? Oh, is, this, is this memory card full? Um, got, about, it's about to be fucking we full. We calculated it was like 52 hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. So All right, sweet. Okay. Um, yeah. It might be 53, so better get it back. Okay. Um, no. Uh, so I always got to like kick it off on a light note. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I, I see I see everything as like a on, I try to see everything glass half full i guess mm. even though i'm very uh pessimistic person mm. i'm trying to be optimistic as much I call, as i can i call it a realist yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a realist yeah. There. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, figure it out yourself um yeah so like it stems from like way back uh like yeah i was bullied a lot growing up uh, my mom died when i was a teenager it was a very like traumatic experience that i didn't deal with until mm. i was an adult like yeah. it was like how long, like 10 or 10 or so years later after my mom died, I like sat down and like tried to deal with it. But there was like other things as well. Like I kind of denied it through like my whole kind of life. Uh, So I like, I was a drug addict for Mm. like a bunch of years as well, which is kind of like, it's still so weird to say it because like I can't like, basically when I was living in Brisbane doing film school, I was like addicted to drugs and, um, the thing that upsets me the most is I don't remember a lot. Yeah. You know, that's like two, two and a half years of my life that I hardly remember a thing mm. of. And like, that's, that's like upsetting as hell. But on the plus side, uh, if there is a plus <laughs> side to this, I, you know, read an interview of uh, Ozzy Osbourne saying he doesn't remember 17 years of yeah. his life. So I'm like, you know what? Two and a half years. That's okay. That's I can deal with that. I can deal with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry if anyone like finds it weird that I'm like fluctuating to kind of be laughing about it, but no, it's like, I don't, I don't know, know, like, man, like life's a fucking joke. Just like, yeah. like, like, you know, yeah, it, but it does suck. You know, like even, even last night, um, I had an anxiety attack while I was having a dream and I woke up to having an anxiety attack yeah. and then, um, Problem is like, so, uh, well, backstory before we just get into that. Um, after the first walk tour, I was like, I need to get my shit together because I was like suicidal for so long. And like, I have attempted, but luckily hasn't worked. So You're I'm still, still here. here. I'm still here. <laughs> What's good? Uh, Fuck you, man. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, damn, like, I really suck at this shit. Anyways. Um, yeah. So after, after walked, I was like, I need to get my shit together. So, uh, I, um, cleaned up, um, at the time I was addicted to painkillers because it's just like the numb feeling that I got kind of thing. Mm. And like, I was, you know, doing Valium and shit, like non, non-prescribed so i was just getting it off yeah. people it's just like it's like a fucking mess of like a world to kind of get yourself yeah. into but i was like this is enough i'm i gotta figure this shit out somehow i gotta get on top of this otherwise i'm 
I'm going to be dead. Mm-hmm. So I uh, got clean. Um, I didn't go to rehab. I just decided, you know, I got to, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Just call Cause I knew it was just me. Yeah. I was just like addicted to this life of misery. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, it's got to change. So went to therapy and um, yeah, I've like, I've kept going to therapy for uh, nearly five years now, I mm-hmm. guess pretty much. So yeah, because at the time when I went to the doctor for the mental health plan, they were like, do you want to be prescribed medication? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I just threw all this shit out that I, that I didn't get prescribed. Like need to figure this out one way or another. And it sucks because like every time I go back to the doctor to get like a new mental health plan, they do say yeah. that they're like, I guess it's like protocol. Yeah. I get it. They're just doing their job. <laughs> but it's just like every time I'm like, no. And you have to give a reason. It's just like, God damn, like, don't you have this on record already? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So now like fast forward to, uh, like, yeah, last night, um, oh, well, sorry, going back to the, my first lot of going to therapy, um, they like the doctors diagnosed me with like, uh, depression and anxiety, but the anxiety wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until a couple of years ago that I started having anxiety attacks and I didn't know what they were. I thought I was literally dying. Yeah. And I've talked to other people who've had anxiety attacks and they're like, yeah, no, like, yeah. um, this is what it feels like. So I remember I was driving with my wife. Shout out to my wife again. <laughs> um, and I started having an anxiety attack. And I was going to a meeting um, and I was feeling a little bit sick at the time, just like a head cold or anything. But all of a sudden, all my body just started going like numb and it was t- like all tingly. And I was driving as well. So it's a very dangerous situation yeah, to be yeah. in. Luckily, I stopped at a set of lights and I was like, Kaylin, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I, I feel like I'm dying. And she was like, you're being dramatic. And I was like, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I will tell you about dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was like, yeah, I've never felt that before. Um, like another quick side note, God, I'm getting distracted so much. But no, another quick side fine. note, um, as a kid, I was really sick and I almost died. So I've had like this fear of that happening ever since. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I had like, yeah, I was having an anxiety attack. I was like, my body was all tingly and I was freaking out. Like my breathing was or my chest was so heavy, like mm-hmm. all the symptoms of anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. We called the doctors. It was like a um, public holiday. Yeah, it was a public holiday. I'm trying, to, trying to call the doctors, figure it out. And they were like, we think you're having an anxiety attack. And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't think this is what it is. I'm just and, dying. Yeah, I'm just dying. You know, can't you fucking bring someone? Is what we pay for. God Send damn it. Send an ambulance. Yeah, it's what my taxes pay for. God damn it. Um, and, but yeah, went to, we managed to get to a doctor and he was just like, look, sorry to break it to you, but you've had anxiety attack. And I just broke down because I was like, this is insane. Like I thought I was good, Yeah, you know, obviously not the case. So ever since then I've had to deal with, um, deal, juggling this thing like hardcore anxiety and hardcore depression, I guess. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, I hate using the term, like it's like a hardcore kind of thing, but it is something that I deal with a lot. Like mm. it happens all the time. And yeah, last night woke up, was having this anxiety attack and um uh, with me personally i don't know if there's other people that suffer with anxiety um but after it passes i just go into a massive depressive state mm. and i don't know if that's like you know the depression is all of a sudden being like all right you've had your turn it's my <laughs> turn now. like now. yeah yeah so yeah and i just couldn't sleep I was just thinking about everything and it's just like I'm like, God damn, this sucks. It's just like, and it's like it's like it's two o'clock in the morning like you know my wife's asleep and i'm just I'm just like, man, I can't, like, I want to wake her up to be like, I've, I've just had this one. I'm like, that's not going to be productive. So I just, you just go later and just mm. deal with it and just write it out. It's, oh, 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I um, that's like something that I've just kind of had to be dealing with over the last like bunch of years, really, and sucks. But uh, I'm, it's just something that I know it's not going to go away. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we're in this for the ride, right? Yeah. Like, so let's just let's just figure it out as we go, just roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, and I was actually thinking about that this morning, being like, I don't want to be one of those people who kind of uh, gives into mental health, mm-hmm. you know, gives into that because that's what, that's what like your brain tells you to do. Yeah. yeah, of course. And I dealt with that and I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. So it's like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun with life. You know, I'm just going to have fun as much as I can yeah. <laughs> while dealing with this shit and just like, yeah, just uh, deal with it as, as it kind of comes. So, yeah, yeah um, I, I know it's easier said than done. <laughs> so if Everything anyone, is. Yeah, so if anyone does listen to this and thinks to themselves, you know, yeah, I, I can't think like that, just write it out, I guess. I don't know. I'm really bad at advice. I shouldn't be giving like, life talk, advice. Go to, a, yeah, go to yeah. a therapist. They they can help you a lot better than I can. <laughs> <laughs> or anyone can for that matter as well. I dealt with that term of bands. Um, a lot of artists would have fans come up being like, you saved my life and stuff mm, in the band. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, we're just as fucked up as you. Yeah, have you exactly. heard our songs? Like, yeah. man, this stuff sucked. So, yeah, um, that's another thing that I'm uh, – I don't know. I don't want to tell fans not to do that, but I, I, I think they got to understand from the bigger picture as well. Artists are people as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone, everyone's dealing with their shit. And, I, and that's another thing I've learned in my life. Everyone's – like at the time I was like I, – I played victim my whole life. Uh, or not, I wouldn't say my whole life, but I was like, you know, my mom's died and I was a teenager, so everyone feels sorry for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, I had my aunt who stepped in to be my mom in my life. She also died a few years later. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this whole thing where I was like, everyone should feel sorry for me because I've had all this bad shit happen in my life. And I'm yeah. like, no, other people deal with so much worse things, you know. So, yeah, uh, again, I, I'm sorry that was like a massive ramble. No, but, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, with artists, I feel like, um, yeah, a lot of artists deal with shit. I've seen it. I've, I saw it firsthand on Warp Tour and, like, every other tour I've kind of been on, see, like, a lot of mental health things going on. So, um, yeah, I guess, like, fans just be wary that, um, yeah, artists are people too. There's a certain yeah. respect that's needed yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Would you say seeing all of that and experiencing all of that with the artists and everyone else that's, you know, on tour or just getting involved with these projects, would you say that that's helped you deal with it in any way? Yeah, um, definitely have. Definitely has made me feel like I'm not alone. Yeah. Like, which is like a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, growing up, small town, I didn't feel like I had anyone to relate to, especially when my mom died. I was like, man, like, I don't really have many friends and this really bad things happened in my fucking life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anyone can, like a girl at my school, her father did pass like the year prior to mm-hmm. that. And her and I kind of connected a bit like over that, but ultimately it's like, we, we're not friends. We don't have anything in common. So yeah. there's mm-hmm. not, the only thing in common is like one of our parents have died. Yeah. So there's, yeah, sorry. I just kind of like forgot what you were asking i'm sorry my brain's just like my brain's just like go 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 go, go. yeah 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 um 
Too much, too much coffee. You <laughs> and there's one sitting there. Right yeah, now. I know. Yeah, yeah. But you found support in the community. I yes, guess, is what yes, yeah. yeah, 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 totally. And especially now that I've um, been kind of going into this new avenue of film, like I've been working on short films, like scripts, and talking with other people who have written features and things like that. Just sorry. Uh, Interject. I got really bad interjection. Uh, that was gross. Um, just dealing with like, just hearing other people's like stories as well. And like how they've converted bad things and good things in their lives into something film wise. And I've actually written scripts that I'm hoping could be film one day of like really bad shit that's happened in my life that I've never really talked about before to anyone except for like my therapist and my mm. wife. Um, and I'm just like, man, I'm hoping one day that I can get this made like, yeah, to get the message out. That's cool. But also just like making, making something good out of something negative. Yeah. And that's something that my mom really instilled in me yeah. as well. She was just like, you know, cause she was the one dealing with me always getting bullied. And she's like, she always pushed me to be creative. So she's like, just do something like, positive out of this so yeah something i want to do and also make money out of it so you know <laughs> plus, you pro- live. profiting off my misery <laughs> don't we all yeah. <laughs> if someone else isn't then we have to <laughs> yeah 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 exactly amazing um, have you like found your work therapeutic at all like would you find yeah yeah thousand percent um i found a going back to the in return music video uh john wrote that song about his mum. And it's absolutely wild because he gave me a bunch of home footage on a USB drive that's in the music video. Yeah. yeah. His mom and my mom look very similar. <gasps> no way. Yeah, like they – I don't know if it was the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it was the It could be the 90s. But I, uh, they look, they did look very similar and oh. like the way that their mannerisms were yeah. and reminded me a lot of my mom. And like, fuck, the first time I edited, I put together an edit, even now just thinking about it, it's like kind of emotional. Like that – like I – struggled to put that part into the music video because it kind of made me realize like how great a scope that this project Mm. was Mm -hmm. you know like and yeah i tell everyone that that is the thing i'm most proud of because i found a lot of closure Mm. in that yeah so yeah uh Shout out to Trophy Eyes. <laughs> so many yeah. shout outs. So many shout outs. So yeah, it's going to be like a long credit list. That's okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, um, yeah, that I like when every time I think of, if I've taken away anything from a project, it's, it's definitely that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, well, it's cool. Well, yeah. God, was, that music video is so old now as well. Oh, <laughs> they look so fetus. They look so young. <laughs> I know. It's I so like, crazy. I haven't morning. seen it. I need yeah. to. I'm going to have to now. Yeah. Um, I was talking to someone the other day about, I can't remember where it started, but we ended up talking about Steve Irwin. And <laughs> because right. someone, someone had died. And we were like, oh, it was a music person. We were like, oh, we were not worthy sort of thing. Like, yeah, thank yeah. you so much for them existing. And then I don't know how we got into Steve Owen, but we did. And my father died like two years ago. Yeah, and right. to me, he used to look a lot like Steve Owen. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But I had a really bad relationship with my dad and I had oh. more respect for Steve Owen <laughs> than wow. I did for my own dad. That is wild. <laughs> and so anytime like shit like that happens, I'm like, Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bindi. <laughs> 
that's actually so crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I have a replacement like yeah. father figure yeah. in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally unrelated, but no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I totally, I totally relate on that. <laughs> yeah. Both the dads oh. died. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, cause yeah, um, another quick story. My yeah. um, my pop died when I was a kid, and I didn't really know my pop. Um, like he died when I was eight like eight years old. I don't know. Long ass time ago. Yeah. I found out years and years and years later, like only, uh, I don't know, like six or seven years ago, I was having dinner with my sister and she was just like, yeah, pop was a piece of shit. And I was just like, I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, didn't know that. Didn't know that. <laughs> and then she told me that, um, so without going into heaps of detail my mom had epilepsy and she had a seizure and that's how she died um but like she has seizures all the time um but like yeah ultimately like unfortunately this is the one that just killed her um and yeah so i'm sitting there having dinner with my sister and all of a sudden she's just like yeah pops a piece of shit like and i'm like i'm like oh well what's the story she was like oh didn't you know he was like an alcoholic and used to beat mom up all the time and the only way that you can have like we all it's epilepsy is kind of like cancer we all have it yeah. kind of thing but something that triggers it's it trigger, they yeah, get yeah. it so for her it was head trauma yeah so and like my dad used to come by and like like rescue my mom and stuff this is all stuff my sister was telling me yeah. after that i was like man that pop was a piece of shit like yeah. fuck that guy kind of thing and yeah yeah it's just um wild how and like that's like another kind of story that i kind of want to um make as like a film i right. guess you know it's yeah, just like yeah. a it's a very unique story so yeah yeah i think my mom and your mom and my dad were very similar yeah 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 <laughs> he had epilepsy too oh really yeah. oh shit that's crazy yeah wow. perspective i guess knowing things mm. going back to the grandfather and everything yeah yeah, yeah it's wild you, yeah. like well i guess it's like anyone where you're like oh this person was a great bloke like yeah. you think you don't know them but you're like oh this person's a good dude but behind the scenes they're like a total piece of shit kind of thing yeah. like you know, Kevin Spacey, for example, like not putting anyone on blast here, but mm -hmm. it's like, you yes. know, it's like everyone's <laughs> like, everyone respected Kevin Spacey. He was like the badass dude in every film. And like, I was like, no one can act like Kevin Spacey. Mm -hmm. He's always going to be talking of his game. And all that shit came out. Yeah. No more Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Wild. Everyone in this. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. Cancel culture. God, that's a whole Love other it. conversation. <laughs> 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 and that's happening a lot. In our industry as well, in the music yeah. industry, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Great. The last few years, like, there's always been shit happening. Oh, yeah. But, like, the last few years, I feel, especially people are talking about the internet. It. Yeah. Yeah, like, people are bringing up shit. There's so much going on. Yeah. Like, even there's stories about Bowie and... Um, yeah. Like, who else was there? Um, 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 Freddie Mercury and stuff like that. Yeah. There's stories coming out about everyone. And you just think back and go, man, how did people not know about Yeah, yeah. How does this not, you know, get around? Yeah. Like it's, it, it was very hush-hush. Yeah, exactly. And back then, no yeah. internet, like, you know, it's just newspapers and fucking phones, right? So yeah. you can't, like, find out a lot of the stuff that you can now about people. You can't just people. go to their LinkedIn. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, like, search and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, like, I always find that um, interesting because, like, I feel like cancel culture, I guess you could call it, is in, like, a weird place right now where people are just trying to, like, 
jump at people's throats for like stuff they did like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I'm going to tell you now, I was a piece of shit like 10 <laughs> years ago. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I was a drug addict. I would steal. I would do dumb shit. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of bad stuff I did in my past. And I like now I look back on it, I really regret. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life's all about just growing and learning as a person. Same time, I was like a teenager and like, and coming from like a small town. And again, I'm not making excuses, but. You know, um, like 15 odd years ago, things were so much different. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a lot of things were different and that's not to excuse anyone's actions, but the whole world was looked at differently. Mm-hmm. You know, like I grew, like, I, I wouldn't say I grew up like racist or anything like that, but I did grow up in a predominantly white town. Yeah. So if anyone I met of color, it was like a weird thing. Yeah. Was like it was weird. Like, alien. yeah, it's weird. Like alienated thing. It's not until I got out and started seeing more of the world. I realized like, how many mistakes I kind of made in my life. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, now I've done everything that I can to, you know, redeem myself, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess like life's all about growth. So, you know, if you find things that people have done like 10 odd years ago, obviously they've done something two months ago, man, they're a poorly piece of shit. Like, <laughs> still a piece of shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> just checking in. I'm still a piece of shit. I don't know if you guys seen that vine. Yes. yes. All right, cool. Yes. Yeah, I say it all the time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's how we yes. met with Vine. Oh, <laughs> no shit, that's crazy. <laughs> we talked about that yeah. in the first episode. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you know, things that like Kevin Hart, for example, it's gonna be the first black dude to, to like host the Oscars, and then people brought up stuff he did ten years ago that yeah. he already apl- apologized yes. for. Yes. Like if you just Googled it. Instead it's of there. just looking at like a screenshot on Facebook, yeah. if you Googled his name and the incident, you would have seen his apologies in the past. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of like glad that he stood his ground. I was like, I'm not going to apologize. I've already done that. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, just good. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm kind of the same with like my mistakes in case anything that I've done in the past comes back and haunts me, you know, just like if anyone's listening, doesn't like <laughs> so the same I'm person. Not, I'm not the same person. <laughs> Luckily I don't have anything like online, but yeah, like yeah, this a lot of things I've done in my past that I've went back and I'm like, man, that was that was so bad for me to do. Yeah. So yeah. Everyone um, makes mistakes. Exactly. Just Ooh, yeah. yeah. Some some people learn, some people don't. So you know, just be wary of people. Stranger danger. <laughs> Don't get anyone's car, Uber. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about it. It's literally like we grew up being told, don't talk yeah. to strangers. Don't go on strangers' cars. Don't get anyone's car. And now we literally pay people to get in their car yeah. and take us somewhere we don't know them. Like yeah. Yeah. We'll flip. Yeah. And then you hear these horror stories coming out. It's like, gee, listen to your parents. <laughs> Should have listened to those like ads in the 90s or you know, like yeah. whatever. Like, you know, I guess people now it's like early 2000s because yeah. someone born in the year 2000 is now oh my God. 19. My brother's 19. Yeah. Crazy. He was born in the year 2000. I'm, I don't get it. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, 10 in the year 2000? I remember the year 2000 yeah. happening. That's how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the return of the, I remember the like turn it. of the millennia. And three, like, three. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. You guys were, yeah. I remember the newspapers coming out of like Y2K. Yeah. Um, I, oh my God. When I, I think it was like my, when I was 10 and we had Christmas, I don't know why, but I got given a Y2K bug. Which was what? this little, which was this little, like, it was a literal bug. Oh, but okay. It was a computer. 
It was like what? a diary and it was in the shape of a beetle and the wings opened up and inside was like a keypad and a little screen and you could keep your diary wow. and like schedule and everything. People are profiting off that. Yeah, Smart. and it's called the Y2K yeah. bug. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't know what the Y2K bug means. Like, why is it called that? And yeah. Because of the year 2000? Yeah. Because computers? And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> Another wild thing now is 9-11. It's yeah. been taught in schools now as a history lesson. Yeah. I'm like, history lesson? I remember turning the TV on expecting Dragon Ball Z <laughs> seeing buildings on fire not knowing what was happening I called my sister into the room my sister started screaming waking up my parents I'm still like where the fuck is Dragon Ball Z and then it I'm was, mad yeah I'm mad where's my cheese TV Saturday morning oh my god cheese yeah. TV shout out to cheese TV yeah and like and yeah, I remember that happening. I remember going to school and it, everything being weird. And yeah. I remember going to the dentist that afternoon and seeing on the TV. And yeah, yeah I remember that day. And now it's being taught as history. Well, it's hectic. And I remember going to like the memorial site as well mm-hmm. in New York. That's that's fucking, that's a trip. Yeah. That's so weird. It's being there. It'd be a bit eerie. Like, yeah, yeah, super eerie. And then you see people like standing around taking selfies. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like oh, the, um, so 2019. The Japanese suicide forest? Oh, yeah, the, the Logan oh, 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 yeah, the whole, like, yeah, People yeah. taking, like, going there as part of tourism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Who was it? Jake Paul? It was Logan Paul. Logan, Logan Paul, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Logan Paul taking yeah. selfies. Man, he fucked up, hey. Like, jeez. So yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> I guess that's, like, a, I guess that's something they should teach at, like, call arts to be like, what not to do? Don't do that. This is a PR disaster, no matter how rich and famous you are. The fact that we have to tell you this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That is, like, yeah, that's... I don't know how you can fuck up that badly and not oh, know yeah. at the time that you're doing it. Like, even like common, even like just, apart from like that stuff, like just like the way they were like acting yeah. in Japan as well, like not like even caring about yeah. the yeah. at all. Like, which is crazy. Running like, around just screaming and yeah. temples and shit. Yeah. Um, A lot of people have been to Japan now, which is tight because Japan's like the coolest place ever. But yeah. I remember the first time going, I was like, man, the world needs to be like Japan. Like, oh, everyone's yeah. so respectful and everyone's like, really cool with well not cool but it's like everyone just has this mutual respect for everyone yeah and like it's it's great but yeah like the suicide forest thing i'm like man that's like i i feel like i would go there as an experience mm-hmm. but i would never be like oh there's like a fun touristy it's thing fucking weird. five star on yelp <laughs> like you know like you should come see dead bodies kind of thing oh, like yeah. yeah but i find it like i find that stuff like super interesting yeah and i would like to go experience firsthand to see what i can um personally gain out of yeah. it you know like for personal growth yeah so i feel like that's something that people should definitely look into like you know be metering around the world it's like yeah. A lot of personal growth happened in there. So, yeah. yeah. And with your touring, did you get to like, because I know that a lot of bands and things, when they go on their tour, people are like, oh my God, you get to go everywhere, you get to travel, you get to see everything. Yeah. But they're just town to town yeah. working the whole time. Yeah. Did you get to explore? Um, yes and no. Uh, on tours, not really. Like, yeah. yeah um, on the first Warp tour, there was some exploring from what I can remember. Um, but no, it was like, me staying in like staying in America after tours and kind of experience like learning things from there. And like actually my first trip to America wasn't a tour. I was kind of like there on like holiday, mm. I guess. So I remember the first day I w- I was staying in Long Beach, mm. California, if anyone understands. <laughs> it's a very uh 
low, uh, I wouldn't say low socioeconomic. Basically, it's like where a lot of gangsters are from. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot of, it's a strong street place. Um, but my friend was living there at the time and I was staying with her. And my first day I was walking down the street and I made eye contact with this dude who like, I don't know, just like a regular dude walking down the street. And then he like, um, we're walking close to each other and he kind of like whistles at me, which is kind of weird. Okay. And I, like, I'm not like a wolf whistle, but just whistles to get my attention. I look yeah. over and Lucy's show, he's got a gun. Oh my God. It's like my first experience, like my first day in America. Oh like, that's what God. I like. I, I mean, prime culture example. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, like guns here. You like this is the thing. Yeah, and that's when I learned. Like I'm like, man, you can't just like argue with someone in America. No, they can fucking kill you in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I um, that's like something that I like that and like other things. Just being in the states as well, and just talking, just talking with people that are from there. Yeah. You know, um, when I was in Hong Kong for like my honeymoon, we were trying to get like a cultural experience and like, i always like try to be like okay where where do the locals go like don't yeah. tell me so i was trying to chat with locals um i'd see people with like tattoos because tattoos are like banned Ooh. in like hong kong yeah, like yeah. no one has tattoos in hong kong um and the few people that i would see with tattoos that would be like working at a store i'd try and talk with them to be like hey we have like a thing in common do you have any tattoo shops you recommend or mm. you know what's the stigma like here because my wife and i are just getting stared at all the time because yeah. we're both pretty covered in tattoos so yeah um is it like is it a gang thing in hong kong like it kind of was like old japan like, i don't know it's, i think it's similar yeah yeah, yeah. i think it, i think it might be something similar but i definitely know in japan like they associate tattoos with like yakuza and things like yeah. that so i yeah, yeah. like me personally i wouldn't ever be able to go to any like traditional place in japan yeah, yeah, yeah because of tattoos so yeah. i totally respect that like, fuck those people that are like, oh, no, man, like, I come here and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, and you're probably the same people that tell, like, Muslims in Australia to go back home. Like, yeah. you know, you're, oh, yeah. you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> like, you got to understand and respect that there's different, like, that's yeah. that's their culture. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I have a couple other questions. But yes. They're very, yeah, like, yeah. unrelated to what we've just. Yeah. Go for <laughs> it. We for. have curveballed this conversation yeah. so much. Bring it back. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, we want to ask every guest pretty much cool. a couple of specific things. So the first one is what are your top three Australian artists and bands? Just mm. worked with, not worked with yeah. across the board. Yeah. Obviously, you got to put Trophy Eyes up there. Yeah. Not only because I've worked with them, but I've always found them to be an amazing band. When I first heard their EP, I was like, this band is going to like really yeah. go places. And then, you know, the next, their first album was when I started working with them. So, yeah, I've always been a fan of everything that they've produced. So, them, um, God, who else? It's so hard because. I always I hate I hate being on yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate being on the spot. Um I worked with Dear Seattle recently. I yeah. really yeah. love their music and they're really good dudes. Like yeah, so I definitely rate them. I've been listening to that album a lot. Yeah. Um God, who else in Australia? God, that's two. I, I feel like <laughs> I I'm like last, struggling with it. We, like, we, we couldn't think of anything. Hold on, let me bring like, up my shit. Apple music. Right, and I realized, like, I realized afterwards that I really wanted to include one yeah. that was so obvious yeah. and I didn't think of, which um, now I can't think of the name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to check my Spotify. <laughs> yeah, we're all just like checking out yeah. shit right now. Oh, man. Oh. Um, 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 what were you called? 
shit, I have homework. Um, it's all right. You'll you'll do. I I just passed my. Um, they were actually they were actually trying to fail my film my film degree because no. I had really bad attendance. Uh, so okay. and I didn't. I was. It was attendance and one mark, literally one mark yeah. that they were going to try to hold my degree from. And I was like, fuck you guys, I don't care. But they were like, actually, no, we'll, we'll give it to you. <laughs> I actually still don't have my film degree. I don't oh know God. why. Like they asked my address because I moved to Melbourne straight after I graduated. It's never sent it. So sick. I don't know what's going on with that, but I don't, I don't know. Like film, film degrees don't really matter anymore because I don't, I've been asked maybe like three times in my whole career where I studied. Yeah. So, and that was just where I studied, not what scores yeah, I got. Yeah. So yeah. you're stressing about getting high distinctions. Don't stress about it. get degrees. <laughs> I, my ATAR was, um, 26. Oh, no shit. That's sick. I got, um, what did it, wait, you got 26? I got 26. I got the low 30. Don't they give you a mystery mark for that or do they stop? You can that? find out. You can oh. like click into it and find out oh, what it was. Really? Yeah. So like oh. like the email or whatever that you get says just negative 30, below 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah, you click yeah. into it, it'll tell you what your mark was. Right. My friend Tom got four. No, no, Tom didn't get four. He got seven. Someone else got four. Yeah. How? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you get like 10 just by showing up. Yeah, your name he just apparently didn't. Like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I got like, I got 36 yeah. and I was like kind of stressing out. Again, small town thing. Everyone's like academics. Everyone's like moving out of Aladola to go to Wollongong or Sydney for uni yeah. or Canberra. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, my, like, I feel like my life's over kind of thing, freaking out. And my teachers were like, teachers would not respond like that um, great at responding. Like, they just said, well, at least you showed up and put your name on yeah. the exam paper. I was like, fuck, that makes me feel a world. <laughs> you did better than someone. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, again, high school marks it doesn't matter like, yeah. especially now i feel like people understand that now with technology and everything yeah. like i remember going into my high school exams we had like a sit down with um our principal and some other dude from another town and was just like if you guys are having any problems like uh mentally mm -hmm. let us know because like people kill themselves before exams I'm like man yeah. that's depressing like that sucks like their lives haven't even started. No. They have no idea what's in store for them and they just define themselves by those exams. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, that's, that's like really upsetting. My brother didn't even do his exams. I, I didn't so, turn up to half of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I at that point I'd already been accepted into a college. Oh really? Yeah. Damn, that's good. Yeah. And so I was like, don't need this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm already accepted. Like, it's fine. Unless I get arrested, they can't do shit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Future Haunts is the band. <laughs> oh, my God. I still haven't had my third yeah. artist. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, throw in, like, Parkway Drive or something like that. Yeah. Fucking, oh, like, round oh. I got – okay, so I had a presentation on China last week at uni right. had to do like their culture, their music business, everything about China in yeah. 15 minutes. And there was, I can't remember what the band's name was, but I had like music examples and it was a, a like an early two thousands punk rock Chinese band. Right. And they were wearing a Parkway drive t-shirt. The drummer was wearing wow. it. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm putting this in. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I actually, um, 
I actually used, I don't know if you guys had this when you did ATAR. Mm. This is me just talking like as like a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> fucking, when I did my English exam, we had to do like essays and we had to use like two references, I think it was. Yeah, right, yeah. So you do your essay about like a topic as well as belonging. Right. And they were like, that, oh. That's like, that was still a topic when I was in. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Our, our school didn't do belonging, but uh, one of the other colleges did. Yeah. And like, get some original ideas. <laughs> I guess it's like the curriculum, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like, they're all like, everyone has to follow the same suit. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. one of. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> Ours was truth. That's that's oh. all we. They're trying to teach Which morals. Trying yeah, to, yeah. Trying to teach get morals. Get like, Not be a piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, one of mm. my examples I did on belonging was with Parkway. Yeah, because yeah. at the time their first DVD just came out and I was like obsessed with it. Yeah. So I was talking about like how the band belonged to the music. I don't know. No wonder I failed high school. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, I can't even think about what I was saying now. But yeah, I just remember just like bullshitting that basically. But yeah, it's actually. Like that's what that's English funny. exams were. Just like talking english was so easy yeah yeah like i just uh, yeah i found english pretty easy it's just like yeah just talking shit yeah, yeah. it doesn't art was different i remember my art exam and they were like it's not gonna be that practical you know it's gonna be like i mean sorry it's not gonna be too much theory but it's not gonna be pra- i don't know i don't know what those are basically like everything we've taught you you'll be sweet yeah. we get an exam we all open it to the first page and everyone like um, so to put it in perspective, my high school graduating class is 40 people. Oh, wow. So I went to the private school. The public school had like 80, basically small town shit. Anyways, yeah. we all opened our exam for art. And there's like, I think there was like a dozen of us in the class, like 12 people total, like very, very small. And we all stopped. We all look around at each other. Like exam <laughs> started. We can't talk to each other. Otherwise we get instant fail. We all stop and look at each other. We're like, what the fuck is this about? We had literally no, like all the questions were like, we don't even know what this artist is. We don't even know what this is. We just had to- What are these words? Yeah, just make it up. We all left. We're like, well, we all failed that one. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Solidarity. That's it. So actually I I failed my um, major, Mm. my art major piece because you had to do like a major piece that you work out thread. Yeah, mine was Mm. a film. I put a Bring Your Horizon song in there. Mm. Don't know why I thought that was sick. Anyways. Um, and like it had swearing in it. I don't realize if you had swearing in it, you get an instant fail. So really, yeah. found out the day I submitted. What? Yeah, that's so worked shit. on something for like six months, and <laughs> they were just like, yeah. yeah. I don't know why the why the fuck is that a thing in art? Like you're gonna get failed if there's a if there's like a swear word in there. Fuck. So much for expression was meant to be. Yeah, I don't know if that was like a thing from. Well, it couldn't have been from, because I went to a religious school. So I thought that was like a religious school thing. But when you think about it, it's like a curriculum thing. Yeah. They, mm, that's, that's shitty. Really, yeah, religious really schools shitty. are weird. They do some oh, yeah. weird shit. Religious yeah. schools. Oh, <laughs> was it, was it Catholic? Um, Christian. Christian. Yeah. So I was raised Catholic, but like, not like hectically. It's just like, yeah. um, like an old school thing, I guess. You're yeah. born into, like, I think our family's Roman Catholic. So I was born in a Roman Catholic family, but none of us went to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, but dad took us to the private schools because that were religious. Because he's like, well, if you go to the public schools, you're going to end up being a piece of shit. So it's just like, <laughs> like, I think that was my parents' theories behind it. They were like, oh, you know, private school is good education. Um, but yeah, I found like, that's, like, 
half the school was just all about it was religion. So shit. Yeah. And it was crazy. I was actually like a massive churchy. Like mm-hmm. I was the biggest church dude, like until my mom died. And then I was just like, nothing matters. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing matters in life. So I, yeah, I ditched that. And then, yeah, I ditched that. And then I had to deal with like the, like the ramifications from the school because the school pretty much bullied me because I stopped going to church and Bible yeah. study and stuff. Wild. Yeah. It's wild. Full on. My mom yeah. was Catholic or is Catholic and my dad was Christian. Yeah. And that was a What's weird. the difference? I, like, it's it's a political thing. Yeah, I think it's just like subjective thing. It's, like, it's yeah. something to do with when King someone decided that he wanted to get divorced, basically. True. And so he oh. created his own oh. version of Christianity so Gosh. that he could get divorced. Right. Which is Catholic. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it. I could be totally wrong, but I think that's it. Something that to do with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my dad was like, oh, because I was I'm the first child. He was like, oh, we're going to get her baptized or whatever it is. Now, yeah. Baptized is Catholic. Christened. Mm. Christened. Christened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or maybe it was the other way around. One of them wanted me to do one of them. And the other parent was like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> she can make her own decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was lucky to not be forced into that. Yeah. Religion's like. But I still had to do RE. Yeah. 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 And I was so bored. We had to do it in high school. <laughs> and that was another thing that I got really bad marks for. I just refused to do my assignments. Yeah. And they were like, they weren't threatening to kick me out of the school, but they were like, you got to pick your game up. And yeah. I'm just like, no, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to do this. Yeah. It's got nothing. It was like mandatory up until I think year 10 in my school. We yeah. Like an RA class. Yeah. I'm pretty sure ours was year 10 as well. Cause year 11 and 12 was all like, um, sub, like you just choose your subjects and yeah. your electives. I yeah. don't know. Long yeah. time ago now, but yeah. yeah, I don't think I did math. Did I do? Yeah. I didn't do math. Did do math. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild to think because now I own a business, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking kicking me, kicking me in the gut now. Yeah. Jesus. I've been trying to do my taxes for like the last financial oh year and I'm like, God damn, I need a calculator just to add one and one. <laughs> I went to an accountant for the first time ever this yeah. year for the tax mm-hmm. year because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, I own like three businesses and. Yeah. You're earning money. Like I'm kind that. of earning money, but yeah, not really. Yeah, you need to like lodge it. I need to figure this shit out. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time I'd gone. I was like, I don't know what I need to bring. And then I brought my ABNs and everything like that. He's like, do not worry about that. You're not making over 15 grand, I think. 18. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, ignore that until next year. Yeah. Like, don't even mention it. I'm like, yeah. are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I, well, I didn't dodge, but I just didn't do my taxes for like four years. Mm. And my dad, so my dad has owned um, a company. It's like, his whole life he's been self-employed for like 40 years and he was just like dude you gotta get on this shit like it's pretty serious and i was like okay so when the accountant got a letter from the ato um like a personalized letter from someone like higher up in the ato saying that they were supposed to find me like six grand because it's like a thousand dollars like twelve hundred dollars something like that from every year that you Mm. don't lodge yeah right yeah they're like, well, we're going to waive that now. And I was like, yeah, they probably checked my bank account. Like, this motherfucker got no money. So He's got nothing. <laughs> so we're, we're going to let that slide. So, uh-huh. yeah. But, yeah, taxes aren't really, like, that scary. It's actually so funny. My friend is a tattoo artist in Sydney. Funniest fucking dude I, I've, like, I've known my whole life. Um, so he he was just like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go to jail. 
He's just like, he's like, he's like, oh, that's it. Like him and I were talking about. It. I was like, man, I was so scared I was gonna be fined and stuff. He's like, man, I, I was just prepared to go to jail. He's just like, this is it, you know? Like, you know, they've got me in there. Like, I've got food. Like, rent's paid for. That's like, so whatever. True. Amazing it's healthcare. So funny. <laughs> just like his attitude towards her. Like, too lax. Too lax. Yeah, just too relaxed. So, yeah, don't be that relaxed, people. Just do your taxes. It's like it sucks, but it's you know, you'll you'll fucking survive. Oh, Okay. <laughs> um, where are we? <laughs> we need to bring it back again. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no. Good one to maybe wrap up. I reckon one more. Yeah, reckon dream gig. Yeah, dream gig to, to work. Yeah, like, to film, dream or photograph, job. or well, project. Yeah. I'm kind of at the point now where I've done everything I need to do in music. Okay, like it. Like my whole thing when I started filming bands was I just wanted um, film bands and travel the world. Yeah. Done that. So everything else on top of that was just a bonus working for like really high end yeah. artists like, you know, Rise Against, Under Oath, um, Offspring, Nickelback. Oh my God, um, really? Yeah, Why did this not that, come yeah, up? Yeah, I not like, Nickelback. Yeah, so. Shout out to Nickelback. <laughs> Shout out to Nickelback. Yeah. tag them. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so now, like, I've done everything I need to do for music, so now I'm, like, looking at the next p- big part of my life, which is actual film. So, you know, my my new goal is to, like, direct, like, a feature film, essentially. That's, like, yeah. my next big goal and get it on, like, Netflix or yeah. something like that. So that's, like, my – so that's, um you know, that's, like, big things coming up. Like, you know, <laughs> watch, watch the space. space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of, like, where I'm at now. I'm, like, that's what I want to do. So, you know, I'm, like – probably won't happen for a bunch of years but it i also said that about music and it happened yeah. right away so you know anything kind of goes but that's that's my next goal is to oh, yeah. direct a feature film and do like you know hollywood shit yes. <laughs> yeah which is something that i didn't think i was going to do because in film school i was like i'm going to do like everyone's like oh we're going to do short films i'm like no i'm going to do music videos <laughs> then like all the budgets ran up for music videos and i'm like oh you know what maybe this feature film thing ain't so bad <laughs> you got to be flexible yeah <laughs> Oof, yeah um do you have any final tips for people either in the industry wanting to get into the industry mm. uh photography music anything like that mm-hmm. You know what? It is the most cliche response. Yeah, but it works. Just, just have fun with it. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I was thinking about money. You know, mm-hmm. I spent like the first, what, five years broke as struggling to like pull money together, but I didn't care. I was having the best time of my life. Yeah. Um, and that's something I, I'm still trying to remind myself of. I'm just doing this because I love it so yeah. much. So yeah, find what you love and just have fun with it. Everything else will literally figure itself out. Yeah. You know, if you got a goal in mind, you'll do it. Yeah. You know, just stay focused. It's actually a really good quote that I have on the back of my phone. Oh yeah. Um, I keep it to me. It's funny. One of my really good friends was just asking me about this the other the other week when we were having dinner. It's from Jimmy um, Jimmy Irving. Irving. I don't remember his last name. 
basically different from Interscope Records. He okay. is the music industry. Okay. So I have this quote on the back of my phone as I'm as showing you guys. Yeah, okay, as the background. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, prove it physically. <laughs> but he has this, there's this really great documentary by um, this amazing director called Alan Hughes, who, um, you know, we're not related, unfortunately, because <laughs> I would have been dope to be on that film set. But he did this documentary series called The Defiant Ones, following him and Dr. Dre about signing with beats to apple and like the whole background story but this is one quote from the last episode also if you are in the creative world and you want to find inspiration watch that four-part series Mm. it will literally change your whole perspective of everything okay but the quote is i don't give a fuck what anybody thinks when you're a racehorse the reason they put blinder on those things is because if you look at the horse on the left or the right you got to miss a step that's why the horses have blinders on and that's what people should have when you're running after something, you should not look left or right. What does this person think? What does this person think? No, just go. Hmm. So oh, yeah. it's a very um very powerful quote, and that's something that I always kind of remind me of. Don't don't think about what other people think. If you love it, just do it. For sure. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks passion, for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> Sign off on everything say that's thanks for my TED talk. <laughs> Okay, well, amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much, so much for having me. This has actually been really fun. This is like the first podcast I've done in a long time. So hopefully it goes somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of topics rambled in there. That's so okay. That's hopefully you find want. something useful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, our, our plan is sort of just start with the topic, see where it goes. Mm. Yeah. We want it to be honest. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for hanging out yeah 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 no that's all right thanks for having me um sweet i guess that's it that's a wrap folks that's a wrap (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening and tune in next time when we chat to lydia greenwood from destroy all lines and a bunch of other stuff see you next time